When I sat down in January to plan out my year, one of the first things to make the list was not to be in Montana on March 15th. It's a great state, but the springs can be a little cold and miserable, and so our family decided to get out of town and spend a month in Morro Bay, California. Today on the e-commerce school podcast, I want to take you along on that road trip for a number of reasons. I want to take you down to our e-commerce fuel meetup that we had in Southern California, take you inside the recent Shopify Unite conference that I went to and give you some of the takeaways from there and some of the people I met. But ultimately, I want to answer the question, can you get real meaningful work done on your business from the road, even if you have a family in tow? Let's find out. We decided to drive down, and the vehicle for the trip is uh, my 1990 VW van. You may have heard me mention it before. It's a little house on wheels I bought, probably for like a quarter-life crisis when we had our second daughter, and I was convinced that we'd never leave home again, but a vehicle I've always loved. It's a little little van, seats four people, sleeps four people with a couple of beds. It's got a fridge, stove, sink, a couple tables, a heater to stay warm at night, and uh, a sliding door that sounds like a guillotine from the French Revolution. The drive from Bozeman to Morro Bay was almost 1,300 miles, which is really equivalent to 10,000 miles if you're traveling with kids. As anyone with kids will know, you got bathroom breaks and, and other miscellaneous stops required every 20 miles. And in a van, you try to stick to the side roads because the interstate just isn't that fun. A van's already noisy, usually max out at about 65 miles per hour or 50 miles per hour if you're going up hills. So on the interstate, when people are screaming by you, it's not that fun. So we slated five days to travel down. We stayed with friends the first night and camped in Utah, Nevada, and California the next three nights. And I think my first lesson takeaway from being on the road is that you've got to have a core team in place for the times that you aren't going to be able to work operationally. I can't imagine trying to get away. We were camping, which is a little bit tougher, no cell service, but even just in transit, driving in airports, it's really hard to meaningfully run the operations of your business. So Lesson number one, if you want to do this kind of thing, you got to have a core team in place, which I've been blessed to be able to have some great people come on board that I can trust. Getting close to California, we of course had to go through Nevada, which beautiful but incredibly lonely place. We went hundreds of miles sometimes without seeing really any other meaningful signs of civilization. Fortunately, we had DJ Claire to get us through some of those lonely stretches of road. What do you think about the desert out here? I love the desert. Should we camp out here like gypsies forever or should we go to the beach? Go to the beach. Alright. And camp. Go to the beach. Finally, we arrived in Morro Bay, California to our home away from home, a little small thousand foot square foot two bed two bath home about five minutes walk from the beach really a perfect home for the road the second critical part for me of being able to get real work done from the road is having a temporary base maybe there are some people in the world who can be on the road and get a ton of work done on a train and then jumping over to a hotel room and packing up and moving all the time but that's impossible for me what's worked really well for me in the past and the way we were set up this trip is Travel, camp, have fun for three or four days, and then have a temporary, you know, have a permanent home base that you can work from on the road. And that's the only way I can get things, get any meaningful amount of work done. The weekend after arriving in California, there was a meetup of e-commerce fuel community members just south of L.A., and was excited to go and meet up with people. So got up early, drove down, which by the way, I have no idea how there's traffic 
in LA on 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning. It's mind-boggling. But drove down and arrived just in time for what was a great event with about 25 people from the forum there. It was fantastic. It's really fun to meet members in person. So many people that are some of our top members never met face-to-face. But uh, here's a couple that I was able to chat with. My name is Tal Moore. And uh, it's rumored you are the man responsible for this fantastic meetup here in California. Is that true? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's been a, it's been an awesome experience and uh, always a good turnout with really, really smart people and really great conversations. So it's really glad to be a part of it. Yeah, well, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Thanks for, thanks for doing it. And how long have you been in e-commerce for? I'm a relative dinosaur in the space. I started in uh, 2000, so 16 years. And you've got a bunch of different things going on, but what are one or two of your key things or key properties? Well, my very first one was gumballs.com, but the shortly after I started gumballs.com, I started epopcorn.com, and that's probably my, my main focus these days. Any memorable story or event that really stands out over the last 15 years in e-commerce? Well, we started with Dropship, similar to you, and then we finally uh, made the decision, big decision, to invest in our own inventory, and I imported from China for the very first time, and I was just scared as all hell, and I put you know everything I had in inventory, and uh, the first Christmas, like we were one of the first to sell made-in-China import popcorn machines and carts. We experimented with it in the summer and then we just kind of this ramp up to uh, Christmas, and the demand was just so incredible that I was bringing in popcorn machines by the container load. And I had a 3,300 square foot warehouse. And I just remember like mid-December or early December one year, our warehouse is literally jam-packed. And we blew through several container loads of popcorn machine. Like it was literally hit our docks, go up to our warehouse, turn around, slap UPS stickers, and then ship them right out. And we moved just so many machines. My name is Patrick Shanahan, and I'm the marketing guy over at a new shopping cart called Art Storefronts. We're basically Shopify Big Commerce Magento specifically for artists, photographers, art galleries, and individuals, businesses that own print studios. Awesome. And how long have you been at e-commerce for? Probably going on eight, nine, ten years now. And in all that time, is there one moment that stands out as kind of incredibly memorable moment for you for any reason? Have you heard of geofencing? It's a technique on Facebook wherein you're able to pick an area that's just like a mile wide. Before, Maybe before you were able to advertise in California or San Clemente and get that granular. Now with Facebook, it's got this new technique that you can get so granular, you can go all the way down to a mile circumference. So just this last week, another company that I consult with had a trade show, a pet trade show, right? And so we ran a Facebook ads campaign with the geofencing where we drew a circle, mile circle, around the trade show and ran some awareness ads and had no less than like 25, 30 people come by the booth and go, how in the world did you get into my Facebook feed? How did you get into my Instagram feed? I don't even understand it. I've never seen anything like it. So there's the, there's the power of technology. There's the, there's the stuff that we love, right? After the event, hopped back in the van and started heading back home tomorrow bay and as i drove uh, i had a lot of time to think about how powerful in-person meetups are they're definitely something that we'll be emphasizing and investing a lot more resources in in the future for e-commerce fuel 
Arriving back home, it was finally time to get some work done. And I may be unique, but one of the things that allows me to get things done at home in Montana is having a dedicated workspace at my office. I can't get things done if there's other people around. And in a thousand square foot home with no desk and two very vocal young girls running around, this was an absolutely critical part of being productive on the road. The solution? I turned the uh, VW van into a mobile office. And it sounds kind of ghetto. And, you know, I got some strange looks from neighbors, but it worked really well. Pop the top, raise the uh, table to elbow height, put the laptop on the upper bed. And with a wireless mouse and keyboard, I had a full on standing desk. It's actually where I'm recording this from right now. And uh, if you're so inclined, you can check out pictures of the mobile mobile office uh, online at uh, ecommercefield.com forward slash road trip. But, uh, but bottom line is it was, this was probably the number one thing that allowed me to actually be productive on the road, especially with a family. Having a space that's carved out completely for work, without doing it, there's no way I could have gotten any meaningful amount of work done. And it's huge if you're going to be trying to make this work on the road. After a short stint back in Morro Bay, I headed up to San Francisco for Shopify's Unite conference, which was their first conference ever specifically for Shopify partners and developers. I wasn't sure what to expect, of course, but was really looking forward to meeting a bunch of people there I'd never connected with. So I hopped on a short flight for the two-day event in San Francisco. Thank you all for being here today. Welcome to Shopify Unite. There are some great releases that they announced at Shopify. Uh, I think it's coming down the pipe soon or that they've just released, including a new store editor, custom cart scripts available on Shopify Plus, a new JavaScript SDK that more or less allows you to build a Shopify storefront on pretty much any platform and tap into Shopify's checkout and admin. But uh, probably the most exciting part for me was, was just connecting with a bunch of people I never had the chance to before. Hey, here at uh, Shopify Unite with, uh, sir, what's your name? Ed Howland. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Are you the Ed Howland from Clavio? The, the one and the same? I am indeed. Awesome. You got a killer product. This, uh, we ran into each other kind of just sitting at the keynote presentation and uh, good to finally meet you in person, sir. Yeah, absolutely. We're uh, excited to be here and it's just been way too long that we haven't met. It's crazy. And on the, the right of me, I have Mr. Uh, Steve True, crazily enough. How's it going, guys? Good. How you doing, Steve? Pretty good. Pretty good. Came out to meet you here, Andrew. Uh, I really have no other reason to be here. Hang out with Ed, you, Chad. It's pretty much just like a tax-deductible time to hang out and uh, have a good time. Yeah, I mean, I don't have to take care of the kids today. You know, I'm just out here working really hard in case my wife's listening to this. And are you, uh, you're staying in your car in the parking lot, right? That's what you told me at the beginning? Yes, hotels here are very expensive, so I'm crashing in my car after this. I don't have a, a van like Andrew does, but, uh, you know. So the uh, rumors of your frugality are not, uh, they are true. <laughs> Yeah, so just in case you guys don't know me, I'm not really staying out of my car. I'm crashing at a friend's in Essex. I'm sorry, we're off the record now. I, I, I stopped recording. <laughs> Can you tell me your name, please? Mark Lubbers. And Mark, what company are you with? Gage Interactive. And what does Gage Interactive do? We're an e-commerce, retail, website design and development specialist. So. And what are your thoughts on the event here after being here for, oh, 30 minutes? Well, the coffee is good. Um, it looks like it's going to be a great event. It's a nice small group, not too big, not too small. Looks like they've done it right. Uh, we've been able to talk with some really great people so far. It's been positive. Your name, sir? Mark McDonald. And you are officially on the Shopify team, right? Yeah, I'm on the Shopify's growth team, and I specifically manage our content marketing team. So you're the man behind the, the impossible-to-beat 
Shopify blog, which pretty much just cranks out incredible content night and day. Is that right? <laughs> That's right. I mean, while well, myself and, and our team of, of amazing content marketers were the folks behind the blog and, and the articles and, and the podcasts that we have going out there on a weekly basis. Yeah, you guys do an incredible job. Any big changes or, or things to look forward to on the on the blog coming in 2016 and beyond? For sure, this year we want to get into some uh, more content formats. We've already started with uh, podcasting this year. We've got two podcasts, Shopify Masters, which takes people behind the scenes of Merchant's Business. And then our other show is called TGIM, and it's more of a show about entrepreneurship and helping people you know, live the life they want to live by being able to create a business for themselves. For me, the biggest mindset shift I took away from this conference was about virtual reality. And virtual reality is something that I haven't, to be honest with you, given a ton of thought to. But Shopify had a booth with kind of a retail VR environment. The headset, the little hand controls where you can use your hands in VR, and went in and after two to three minutes of using it was just blown away. I can actually see VR coming to the mainstream market in terms of e-commerce in the next five years. If you were to ask me before trying it myself, I would have said, hey, you know, maybe 15, 20, 25 years down the road, we'll be shopping in VR. But I can honestly see it happening in the next five years. The demo had me in a retail environment where, you know, standing in a booth, you can look around, you really, it's, it's incredibly immersive. And you could just pick up things that were that were on the retail counter and look at them, hats and shoes and rotate them. And it was incredible. So obviously it's a ways away, but I, I see a, a day coming in the not too distant future where you'll have a mobile version of your site, a desktop version of your site, and a VR version of your site. It was incredible. I'd love to do an episode on VR more in the future, but for me, it was a, it was a huge shift in, in terms of thinking about what's coming down the pipe in terms of innovation in the e-commerce world. Overall, I was really impressed with Unite Conference. Uh, I've been a fan of Shopify and worked with them in the past, but there's two things that stood out to me. Uh, first, the production quality of the event. It felt incredibly Apple-esque, like an Apple product announcement. And so I was very impressed with just the competency and the execution of, of the event. I think that speaks to the team there. And secondly, Shopify's, what they're focusing on, their leadership, Toby and Harley, focusing on the future of e-commerce, their, their developer partners. And really, I got the sense that they were in this for the long haul. It gave me a lot of confidence in the team and where they're going, which is cool. Heading back to Morro Bay again, I started to get some more work done after having a quick time to connect with the family after being gone. And, and there was a couple of things that, as I was trying to make progress on the business, stood out to me working from the road. The first one was thinking about how you can 80-20 your work on the road. And this is important, I think, when you're at a home base, when you're at home in your office day to day. But when you're traveling on the road, trying, especially if you're trying to do this as more of a long-term lifestyle that 80-20 is so huge because I've got so many times my girls would just run out to the van and want to play or I'd go with walks with my family on the beach in the middle of the day or Annie would need a lot of help because, you know, she's living in a house with that she's <laughs> not hers with two little kids. And the time that you have to really get meaningful work done shrinks. So it makes it all the more important to 80-20 things. I mean, I think I, I really was almost zealous about carving out four hours every morning of trying to get the most important work done. I think I missed replying to some people. I think there's things that fell through the cracks. But if you're going to be on the road, especially with a family, getting almost just militant about that 80-20 rule in your work is important. And the final last thing I realized was being on the road with kids 
there's no way to get meaningful work done and, and make this work long term if you don't have if you don't have a spouse that is on board with it. I mean, there's not not many women would spend a week living in a 50 square foot van with a couple of girls or dealing with the challenges of being in a non baby proof space with a toddler for a while. And definitely helped out Annie a lot. We were a team, but it's a different lifestyle. You've got to be really patient and and on board with this. And so having a spouse that's willing to do that is just enormous. So possible to travel long-term and have it be meaningfully productive and impactful to your business, especially if you've got you know kids, probably easier to do if you're single or, or married, but with kids, can you pull it off? I think you can, but my key takeaways have been, you got to have a killer team in place that can handle operations. You've got to be able to set up a home base on the road. You've got to be able to carve out a protected workspace in that home base, focus on your 80-20. And if you've got kids, especially having a spouse on board is just huge. So there's a few weeks left here before we head back to Montana. Actually going to be dropping off the girls in Las Vegas to fly back home and, and picking up a college roommate for a little boys road trip as I travel back north. But I asked Claire, my oldest, her thoughts on eventually returning home. Claire, are you excited to go back to Montana, go back home? No, I like staying at California at the beach. You don't want to go back home at all? No, I like playing at California at the beach. So do you want to... Uh... Would you rather live at home or live in the camper van? Live in the camper van because it's fun. I like winging adventures. Should we just uh, should we just sell our home and live in the camper van full time? Yeah. <laughs> I like this idea. It sounded good to me. So uh, I ran the uh, the living in the camper van thing full time by Annie. So Annie, are you up for selling the house and traveling and living full time in the camper van? Maybe in 17 years. What happens in 17 years? When it's just us, and the girls are out of the house. Sounds good. I'd love to hear your stories and thoughts on on-the-road travel and work, making those mix well together. You can comment on this episode and share your thoughts, as well as see photos from the trip and the portable van office at ecommercefuel.com forward slash road trip. And if you're a store owner would love to have you check out our private vetted community for independent merchants. You can learn more about that and apply for membership at ecommercefuel.com. Thanks so much for listening and looking forward to seeing you again next Friday.